Hello and welcome to another episode of Loose Brews, the podcast from Shieldwall Productions where we talk about anything and everything tabletop related from the rules to the models to tactics and beyond. Whatever beyond encompasses. And on Whatever this, we can't think about the moments. Yes, and on this episode we've got myself John. Nathan. And Brad. Yeah, so for those of you who listen on a weekly basis... Uh, thank last, you. All, all three of you. Yes. For one, <laughs> thank you. We appreciate all three of your support. Um, but last time we did one of these, we talked about... We had a request to do guard tactics. Unfortunately, I wasn't here for that. Yes. Yeah, we didn't have our taskmaster... Task, oh God, I can't talk. Taskmaster whipping us and keeping us in line. To make sure it was done properly. Usually going off of his notes. What? That... <laughs> That's that's you, the you, first you, part. You, you have you have like a notebook thing that is absent now for some reason. This is a really bad sign, by the way. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, it's because he knows the taskmaster's here to keep us on on task. So, yeah, I could grab it, but I won't. Um, but we have the request. See, for... it's right there. It's, it's still a... within eye lines. Uh-huh. Well, we had the request for guard tactics from a listener, Daniel from Michigan. And again, Daniel, thank you for the request. And sorry for. Uh, Cocking it up. No, no we're not. <laughs> no. I've heard, I've heard it's pretty good. I just haven't listened to it yet. Yes, and... It's special. Let, let's just leave it at that. I know. Special is a word. Special is a word to describe it, yes. Um, but... One of a kind, we can almost say. Yes. Yeah. A diamond bit. in the rough. <laughs> yeah. or, or a rough a... <laughs> in the really, really rough. Uh, <laughs> a small speckled diamond in a lot of rough. Yeah. Compar- it's comparative. Contextual rough, um, but Let's we see figured how many time we can th- times we can throw him off his uh, train of thought here. Yeah, you can try, but we figured we'd we give it a shot to do it uh, do it properly this time around because we did overlook quite a few things as far as how to go about doing because we're mostly concerned with killing the uh, kind of three main like kind of more most common guard forces that we've encountered in the past or that we've yeah. run in the past. Armored company, gunline. And hybrid some, of the two. some sort of mix between the two. Yeah, hybrid of the two. Which is usually my preferred route. The hybrid Just of the two, standard yeah. Standard Panzer Grenadier. Yeah. yeah. Tactics it, it of works, World War It works II. well. Well, because the thing a lot of people seem to... Well, I've noticed that people seem to forget with regards to tabletop is that they just advance tanks on their own, unsupported. And in current edition, yes, you can do that because they can fight in melee, just not very well. They, but they can be Mostly done, not very well. Yes, but it can be done a bit more viably than it could in the past. But tanks thrive when they have infantry support to keep other things from getting too close to them so the tanks can do their main job of shooting everything. Except for it's super heavy like the Vainblade chassis. Yes. I love them in combat. Yeah. Because yeah. until, until, until they're half health, they get nine attacks. Yeah, so let's... At strength six. Yeah, so let's start with the uh, super heavy. We did, I think, mention that maybe briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but only just briefly. Uh, Nathan knows super heavies. Kind of like super like, heavies. He, yeah, he kind of knows super heavies like no other here. Even though technically Ball. right now I don't own any. Especially, really? especially I when Austin. Uh, especially when someone asked why he had four bane blades in his car, and his response was, "Why not? Yeah. Why don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have four bane blades in your car? Wait, do you not? I have six. I don't know what you're talking. Yeah. About. I, I mean, I've got the my, uh, my, 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 my car though because I know better. Because <laughs> yeah. Well, yours is resin. Mine are plastic. Yeah. Well, mine are currently uh, been traded <coughs> over to Austin. Yeah, along with the Lehman Russes. Oh boy! So he's he, just for warning, he's got like seventeen or eighteen Lehman Russes and four Bainblade chassis now. So basically, you've made him unstoppable. I will stand in his face with a whole bunch of guardsmen. Is, yeah. And yeah. G-Tours. Yeah, that that probably do it. Hey, guess what? Tactics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Bainblade. Segways. No, that's true. That would be a perfect it set would. of tactics. Yeah. Like, cool. Gunline. I, I, you have a bunch of things to do, lots and lots of damage to, lots of damage per hit. I have one with models. Yeah. With Jesus, with invul saves. Yeah. That Brad loves. Yep. Immortals. They're they're working their way up there. That's fine. You you bring them up, I bring up immortals just to get you to shake your head. Mm-hmm. I thought you were calling them immortal again. No, not yet. <laughs> they haven't reached that status. They're oh, yeah. they're they're trying. They haven't reached that yet. Not quite. And you know, Baneblade, big cannon. Big, big cannon. 2d6 shots. Yeah. With, you know, strength 9, AP minus 3. Uh-huh. Oof. My favorite, though, is still a shadow sword. Because mm-hmm. it's d6 shots. Sure. That's strength 16. Woo! Uh, yeah, strength 16, AP minus 5 for 2d6 damage. Not bad. And he rerolled a wound against Titanic, vehicle, against titanic uh, opponents. That is definitely nothing to sniff at. Because, hey, look, it's a time. We're supposed to kill those. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um... Because that kind of, that little bit of 
flavor to the Shadow Sword specifically kind of went away for a bit. Yeah. Well, um, it was strength D. Yeah, but it didn't have the same... It didn't have the same specialty. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Have... It wasn't like uh, the Forge World Eldar, um, super heavy well, tank. In the in the world the, before, was it the Lynx or yeah, was Lynx. it? Yeah, that that two strength D shots a turn, and it ignored um, the, yeah. it ignored the invul save of Titans. Yeah, yeah. ignored the void shields. Yep. Yeah. Well, before Apocalypse was a thing, and strength D came into existence. Mm-hmm. Super heavies had mass points. Yeah, structure points. Structure points. Yeah. Gargantuan's had mass points. Mm-hmm. The big thing with that was if it was Ornus weapon, it took one away on a four up. If it was a tiny killer weapon, it took one away on a four up. If it was a tiny killer hunter. If it was a tiny killer ordnance weapon, it always took one away. If it wasn't near those, it was, took one away on a six. But tiny killer also did D three at a time. Yeah. And Warhound had three structure points. Yep. And they didn't make them bigger at that point. No. Nope. That was the biggest thing they had. Yep, that was the cap that they had as far as models that they themselves produced. Yes. Because I believe they had at least rules. I don't think they had rules for the... I, I haven't seen rules for a war for a Warlord or Reaver. No, they did, because uh, Armor Cast made Reavers. Yeah. And bigger, but I'd, Armor Cast was before my time. Yeah. But, like, the Tiny Killer weapons, they were special because they did D3 structure points. Yep. And it being an Ordnance weapon as well always took away structure points. Mm-hmm. That's actually how I killed a Hierophant one time is because the Plasma Blast Gun was a tiny killer weapon, which is yeah. why I took it. Mm-hmm. So, cool. It's got three mass points. I took away all three. And now my librarian goes up there and kills you with a force weapon. Yep. Uh, but I'm glad that they brought that back. Yeah, to make Shadow it Sword in this edition. They made it, they made it special. They, made it, they kind of gave it back a little bit of its uh, pomp and circumstance, if you will. They made it unique. They gave it a flavor unto its own rather than, I've got a big cannon. Okay, well, lots of things have big cannons. Mine's longer. Overcompensating for something there, bud? Usually. Yeah, well. <laughs> What's the Imperium overcompensating for? Weak allies. <laughs> <laughs> a corpse on a throne. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, Storm Lord's still fun because, you know, the Vulcan Mega Bolter's heavy 20. Yeah. And the Vulcan Mega Bolter's always had a special place in my heart, regardless of what it was mounted on. Because A, it just looks awesome. And B, there's just something magical about a massive cannon that puts out an unholy amount of shots. When you have to have two sets of multi-barrels yeah. to be one gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's essentially if they figured out how to correctly put the Avenger cannon on a tank. Yeah. Yeah. The For Ga- those listening. The yeah, that, yeah. The real that's, world Gal 8, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the A-10's uh, gun that they originally tried to put on a tank and failed. It didn't work. It kept knocking the, rocking the tank back. Yes. Yeah. So this is this particular... Bane blade chassis is if it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. When you need gravity to compensate for the recoil of a gun, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that I like about the uh, a Lord, gun that can actually force a plane to stop moving mid-flight while being fired. Not even mid-flight during a dive bombing because it has to aim the whole plane. Yep. Well, yes, but so, that's what I'm saying is if it stops it mid-flight. Yep. Whether it be dive bombing, whether it be flying forward, mm-hmm. it's stopping something mid-flight. <laughs> yes. Defying gravity with recoil. Yes. And the Imperium's like, hmm, we don't like playing by those rules. We're going to put it on the biggest tank we possibly can. And they did. And they did. And they also gave that tank a transport capacity. Yeah. Of 40? Right? Yeah, still 40. Still 40. But it can only hold astromilitarium models now. Yeah. So no more filling with space marines. <laughs> Aww. You can still fill with Bulgren, though. Yeah, you can. So that cool, would be you very pop. scary. And on the topic of Bulgren... Now it's not Gregor Garland and a big shield or Powerball and small shield. You can mix and match. Nice. So you have the big shield with the grander, with the uh, power fist or the small shield with the grander gauntlets. Nice. So you can make a uh, um, basically Bulgrin version of your uh, Inquisitorial phalanx. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty special. That special's a word. And you throw that in a Stormlord, and cool. If the enemy wants to come in and get it in close combat, so it can't shoot, that's nice. You just picked a hornet's nest. Well, here's the thing: all the super heavies. They can just leave combat without problem. It's like, hey, we want to shoot something, so we're going to leave. Well, most of the super heavies, as well as um, even some of the heavier tank chassis, yeah. have that special rule that yeah. you can that you can just be like, beep, beep, Or just beep, drive through them. Okay, shoot. <laughs> For the Bane Blade chassis, they can fire the heavy bolters and flamers, even if they're in combat. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. So nice. here's, uh, you know... 
Six twenty. Oh, three twenty bolter heavy bolters for what was that? Eighteen thirty-six shot? No, eighteen shots. That's no small number of shots. Or if you have the two twenty flamers, so you have forty-six hits plus two heavy bolters. Yep. So basically, charging into a super heavy main blade chassis is basically mitigating how much damage you can put out, but not stopping it. They're weapon skill five up, but they have nine attacks. Yes. At strength nine. Yes. Minus two AP and D three damage. Yeah, that ain't bad. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I got to use it once. But charging so into it is definitely a viable tech because it sh it stops the main gun from firing, and that's kind of the biggest threat on the main blade chassis. It really doesn't because they can just back up and shoot. True. True. But it at least stops it for. You, a little bit. If you have Thunderhammer, it doesn't, doesn't really stop it because if you're charging it, their turn, they're going to leave combat. Yes. If you have Thunderhammers, Power Fist, stuff like that, charge it and try to kill it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be wounding on fours with Space Marines. Yeah. Still a shot to shot. Oh, absolutely. Um, but if you're just trying to like tie it up in combat like you would any other vehicle, it doesn't care. Right. And Bane Blades, for the most part, this edition, past edition, whatever, haven't really cared about being caught in close combat all that much just because of how resilient they are, but they care even less now, and that's a good thing because it makes them closer to what they should be. Yeah. Um, they don't have to care that someone's in combat with them. They'll just run them over. Yeah. I uh, like the fact that they just... I, lo I still love vehicle combat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, so there's something so nice about declaring a charge with your rhino... And forcing your opponent to fire Overwatch at it. I did that twice a John today. And then yes. your With troops, and then your troops say hello. Yep. <laughs> I don't feel like having your flamer hit my guys, so I'm gonna have it hit my tank. Yeah, and it's a totally viable tactic, and it's one that uh, I feel like will show up quite a bit, <laughs> and very much should because it's clever tactic. Your tank obviously not meant to get in close combat, but it's clever. Yes. And with the amount of tanks that Guard can put out compared to other armies, definitely one that they should utilize very heavily. Uh, especially with the resilience of their tanks, specifically the, their main battle tanks, the Lehman Russes. Like, any tanks will do well enough, but a Lehman Russ is substantially more resilient than, it's say, got a, a Chimera. It's, it's or, got the toughness 8, which is better than most of the Space Marine tanks do. Mm -hmm. And you've got the book, Magic Book of Knowledge there, Nathan. Presumably yeah. you've got more, uh, more wounds as well, dude. So uh, the Lehman Russes have 12 wounds each. Yeah. So more than, like, the Predator, more than the Vindicator. Or more than even, like, the Imperial Guard light tanks, like Chimeras oh, and Hellhounds and stuff like that. So with how mobile tanks are compared to what they used to be long ago, specifically Imperial Guard tanks, specifically the Lehman Russes, moving your tanks up in conjunction with your infantry, good. And if you're fixing bayonets and charging, like, a good guardsman, charge the tanks in first. So I like the idea of cards in combat. Yes. Especially now, I charge. I'm going first. Well, as we've established, Nathan, your dice don't like it when you shoot. They don't. That's why your towel actually fight in melee. Because, that is funny. But yeah. they were better at it. Yeah, they they whipped guardsmen in melee. They did. They did. Now, that's basically two toddlers in a slap fight, but... <laughs> Cripple fight. Yes. Because standard infantrymen hit on force in combat. That is not bad. No. No, it's not. And, um... It's Keep a uh, keep an option nearby so you can go. Hey, look! First rank fire, second rank fire. All mm -hmm. your last guns are rapid fire too now. Yeah. Four and it doesn't piece, right? and it doesn't stop you from charging. Nope. Not like it used so to. So here's a ten man squad of it. You know, probably eight las guns because you go with a special weapon and the sergeant with a pistol. Yes. Which special weapon should be flamer? Yes, yeah, so I was going to say on the note of special weapons, flamers. flamers. We have entered. Even more so now, the age of the flamer than we were before, oh, yeah. as far as Overwatch just goes. D six hits. Yes. Even not not just Overwatch. Just I mean, that's why I say not even just Overwatch, but even more so beyond Overwatch in this current edition compared to the one that we just came over from. Yeah. Flamers and what were temp flame template weapons very much at their peak right now. Death Watch. Yes. Um, Death Watch. The fragments from cannon used to be two templates. Now it's two D six hits. Mm -hmm. That's scary when there's four fragments from templates and four four frags from cannons. In a squad, you're trying to charge with gaunts. Yes. Because they're wounding on twos. Yep. And ignore their six up safe. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And my buddy kept rolling 21, whereas guys, whether it, was, whether it was two left or four left, he kept rolling 21. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting down at the blackjack table, son. Yeah, I know. Make him earn some money for more plastic crack. Unfortunately, that doesn't work if you're rolling dice. Mm. Nah, yeah. Because those are cards. But it seems like the number 21 likes him. And he likes the number 21, even if he doesn't realize it. So it's a natural pair. But I can also get a bunch of shotguns in there, which are which yeah. one of the shotgun rounds is D6 hits. Yeah. 
So Overwatch nightmare there. Yeah. So don't if you if you're facing Death Watch, do not charge with guardsmen. It's kind of your but you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place at that point. But keep shooting them. Yeah, keep shooting them. Just focus fire. Yes. Pick a target, kill it. Mm-hmm. Use your numerical advantage. Yeah. Now, That's one thing people guard can do very well, but people. I've noticed in the past, and I myself am guilty of this, I kind of spread out my fire a little bit too much. I have trouble focusing fire because I just think, oh, I've got so much, I can afford to spread out. Like, as far as efficiency goes, guard guard armies thrive when they focus fire and obliterate target by target. Um, especially going back a bit when they introduced the full range of orders rather than just yes. like the kind of just like one-off, like half this, char- this character does this. Oh, the doctrines were fun. They were fun. And then they took them away, and then they introduced orders. Yes. Which I. Pr- the doctrines are fun, but I prefer the orders. There was one doctrine I liked because it allowed you to take replace any Lazgan with a close combat weapon and pistol. You would like that, yes. 50 guardsmen. Yes. So 50 conscripts with a commissar. Yep. Yeah. They didn't run away. No. No, they wouldn't. Because um, if I, they tried. At worst, that commissar, yep. that commissar would have a lot of target practice. Exactly. I literally can't miss! Now, uh, something I've seen at the shop... You! You! I see you running! Pulls the trigger. The guy three guardsmen down from him dies. Let that be a lesson to you. I saw him running, too! Uh-huh. But commissar... I saw it. He was fixing his bayonet. Fires again, misses the guy that's talking, and hits a dude five rows deep. What is this, some sort of Nerf gun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I really should have zeroed the sights on this thing. What What am I firing? A smooth bore here? Jesus. <laughs> now, something, because uh, at the shop we play at, one guy run, insists on veterans, the other guy runs infantry squads. Mm-hmm. Veterans are better weapon skill and bliss skill. Yes. No, actually, just better bliss skill, not better weapon skill. Right. But they literally double the cost for power level. Yeah. For the same number of guys. Mm-hmm. So my opinion is, go with the infantry squad and take double the guardsmen. Yes. Um, I myself would... This is, again, we're talking yeah. personal choice here. I myself would kind of use a nice combination of both, but the veteran squads are mount up in chimeras and such to kind of have them moving out as harassing forces while the infantry squads themselves are doing kind of what they're supposed to. And the veteran squads, yes, while expensive distractions compared to um, comparable units in other armies, power to weight ratio, they can put out a lot of hurt for what they are. For what they cost, rather. Um, to be honest, though, a 10-man vet squad costs the same as a 10-man scion squad. Scion so. squads got the same blood skill, weapon skill, better armor, and yeah. better weapons. Yeah. I suppose so, yeah. So if you're going to go for an elite unit to harass things with, mm-hmm. scions. Yeah. Now, unless you have a specific build you're trying to do, yeah, like yeah. you yeah. have... Yeah. If you're going more thematic, you want your veteran squads kind of do not outdoing veteran... Things and the scions are kind of more elite. Drop here, kill that. Yeah, that fits well with kind of overall narrative synergy. If someone's trying to go for that, very cool synergy. And as far as scions go, of the three of us at this table, one of them, one of us can speak very well about the effectiveness of scions. (laughs) I haven't run them this edition, but but I'm sure they didn't get any worse. (laughs) You You could also run conscript still. Yeah. And since they did away the platoons, you could literally just run conscripts. <laughs> which, they're half the cost of an infantry squad. Yeah. Because it's the same power level, but for 20 guys. Meat shields. Quantity is a quality and all its, its own. And it's one power level for additional 10, two for additional 20, and three for additional 30. So for six power levels, you're getting 50 guys. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's better than cultists. What's yeah. their weapon skill and ballistic Five skill? ops. Uh. Oh, Jesus. And no special or heavy weapons, just... But like, here's guns. a mass of bodies. Shoot well, through it. Meat shield, yeah. Well, the thing is, one last gun, that does diddly. Thousand last guns, that's a whole lot of diddly. You get that within 12 inches, do first yep. rank fire, second rank fire, here's mm-hmm. 200 shots. Yep. I might be hitting on fives, but I got 200 dice. Yeah, you might be hitting on fives, but the orcs don't seem to mind that at all. <laughs> they do. They make it work well enough. Orcs work pretty well hitting on sixes, too. Yep. Yeah, don't let Because well, orcs are... 90% of the weapons are rep fi- or, uh, assault weapons. Yeah. So if they run, they're just mass on blitz skill. Yeah. Doesn't matter to them. They've only, like, the difference is completely negligible for the amount of power, the amount of shots they can put out. Uh-huh. And the same can be said, at least in the particular case, for conscripts. Conscripts very much have a bit more of a place than they seem to before. Because oh, 
Because before they were kind of there as filler, like, hey, hey, wouldn't it be funny to throw this many concrete in with a platoon just to soak up bodies. But now they're actually kind of a bit more of a force to be reckoned with than they once were as far as the way rapid-fire weapons work now compared to what they used to. And especially with in conjunction with the way orders work now. In Which are just that. automatic happens. Yeah. We have to move in six inches instead of, like, box caster range. Yeah. And that's fine. Oh, yeah. Just have more officers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I like my Death Strike missiles. Yes. And What's they don't, not to love they, about Death Strike They missiles? don't have a 10-inch blast anymore. Boo-hoo. They get fired once at 3d6 shots. Not bad. Every hit's a mortal wound. Nice. And then every unit within six inches... Mm-hmm. Takes D, on a four up, they take D, D, they take D three mortal wounds, <laughs> mm. and that's you don't ha- you don't have to try and fire the gun. You just go, cool, I'm gonna fire it. Yep, and I'm gonna charge forward with the heavy flamer that's on the front of it and just burn everything. Mm-hmm. And my memories on the guard, old guard codex is a little fuzzy, but wasn't there a cap on how many that's actually could have at some point in time? I mean, as many heavy portraits as you have, I suppose they yeah. don't come in squadrons. Yeah, but now you guys go, cool, I'm gonna take the. You know, if you're if you're going to use a four sword, I'm going to use the one that allows me to have like was it nine heavy support choices yep. for two HQs. Yep. All right, uh, two command tanks and nine death strike missiles. Yeah. Yeah. Because why not? Yep. Because see that armory? Yes, my lord. I don't want to. Understood, my lord. Um, that's another thing that we kind of overlooked in the last one, as far as one of the very strong tools in the guard's arsenal is artillery. Yes. And, Brad, I think that does us a bit of a disservice about our intelligence, because that's one of, like, one of the guard's kind of defining traits is heavy artillery. Yeah. How did we miss... Because we talked about armor company, but we didn't really touch on artillery. To be quite honest, we were, like, half asleep when we recorded it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So... Half asleep, full loopy? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that 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 honestly is the reason we overlooked it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Manticores. Manticores. Yeah. Let's talk about the manticores. D six shots, strength ten, eighteen minus two for D three damage. Ooh. Can do that four times a tra- four times per game. Wow. Because it's got the four missiles. Right. It still caps it at four missiles. Mm-hmm. But you know everyone loves the basilisk. It is a classic. And I really haven't looked to see what it does yet. So let's fix that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, on air. D six dam. Uh, D six shots. Strength nine. AP minus two for D three damage. Okay. Mm. Anything. Uh, roll two dice for the number of attacks when firing this weapon. Discard the lower results. Nice. With range two hundred forty inches still. Yes. So we need to hit someone on the playing on the table across the gaming shop from you. Yes. And because of the uh, roll two D six for. Oh, is hey, it, uh, hey. The two D six shot. Uh, D six shots. See that table in the corner? Times. Yeah. John, who do you want me to hit? <laughs> this squad. I'm shooting at that squad. <laughs> and it's the one's more for the uh, shots. It's uh, D6, but roll two. Roll two dice. Pick the highest. That's how many shots you get. Yeah. Basically, fire for effect. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what would be funny? A lot of things, but go now on. That I'm, now that I'm, we're talking about this, uh-huh. actually thematically having a friend have a fire base with basilisks on one table. You know, we talked about this on a loose bruise a long, long time ago. I think about we did. a year and a half ago now. Um, what was it? Uh, Sawyer was supposed to have the... Uh, awesome was supposed to have the Death Strike missiles. Yep. That we just call in and ruin a table. And Sawyer, I think we got on board with it too. Yeah. Um, he was going to have them all pointed towards his window. <laughs> He's ready to fire, boss. And now a word from Chaplain Sawyer. Thanks, Sawyer. They do have another artillery piece. Yes, they do. They've the got a lot, lot of artillery pieces. They do, but one more in this index. The rest are in the Forge Index. Gotcha. They, uh, Wyvern? The Wyvern, yeah. yeah. Wyvern, Wyvern. Wyvern, Wyvern, yeah. 46 shots. Ooh. Strength 4, AP nothing, 1 damage. So? Reroll a wound. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Because that's a carryover from last edition where they had shred. shred. Yeah. Yeah. And ignored cover. Yeah. Ignored cover might be gone, but... Shredding. Yes and no. Yes and uh, no, some sure. weapons, specifically like the noise marines, you mm-hmm. don't get the bonus for being in cover. Yeah. But noise cover matters. marines, flamers. Yeah. It'll say like, hey, mm-hmm. wep- this weapon ignores the benefit of cover. But with the way the current rules are now, cover matters a lot less than it once used to. As far as... You say that until you see marines in a building with a two-up safe. Yes, which I encountered today, but... <laughs> yes, I'm, you did. But I'm just saying. And they lived. Yes. 
No, the funny part's when you have two groups of Marines <laughs> in cover shooting at each other with a two-up save. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But I'm saying, generally speaking, the, co- the uh, cover mechanics have been streamlined a bit more, so it's a little less so a little less finicky, so that ignores cover isn't as how you say, necessary as yeah. it once was. Or, yeah, now they're not counting cover saves out left and right for like two-up, three-up, here you go. Yeah. I love that they streamlined it to just, are you in cover? Yeah, you get an extra one. Have fun. Yep. yep. Now you don't need to be like, well, well, like, well uh, is it debris? Is, is it, it ruins? Is it, it ruins? And cloaks give you plus two instead of plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, now you don't have to be like, well, is it a five up? Is it a four up? Is yep. it actually a three up? Yep. Very much a streamlined process. Um, and I'm very interested to see how that plays out because presumably, because in their FAQ, when the new edition was being announced, they were talking about all the prior supplements like Cities of Death and stuff like mm-hmm. that were going to get updates to fit in with the new edition. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how Cities of Death will play out as far as the current cover mechanics go and what that will do to kind of what shake things up. What kind of stratagems we might get. Yeah, and how Cities of Death will get a brand new overhauled flavor. Because when Cities of Death first came out, it very much favored Guardsmen. In a yeah. big way, City of Death, where guardsmen have the covers, have the have the saves of Marines. It also favored Tau. Yes. Oh, did it ever? That's um, what I played at the time. Yeah. Actually, no, that was when I was switching over to Marines. Yeah. Um, Having a lot of dreadnoughts in the Cities of Death is fun. Yes, it is. Uh, especially or when... having scouts jump off the top of a building to charge a a dreadnought. That was fun too. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Only to get turned into uh, extra Ash. crispy chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then get squished. Yeah. One, one serious thing about the wyvern was that it's po- it's five power level. Ooh. Really? So Fifteen power points gets you a squad of three. Oh Ooh. god! And there's twelve d six shots a turn. Oh jeez! Yeah. Hitting on fours. Talk about power to weight ratio there. Yeah. As far as um, power level cost like, to amount of shot output, that is insane. Cool. You give a knight. I need sixes of wounded with twelve d six shots. Yeah. That reroll a wound. Yeah. Yeah, the reroll mm. wound is super key because everything can hurt everything now. So even uh-huh. if you need sixes, you still get to reroll. Yes, it'd be good against infantry, but it's also be really funny against vehicles. Yeah, because it certainly ups the threat uh, ratio that people might underestimate. Like, oh, it's only string four and no, like no AP or whatever. Like, well, I don't have to worry about that. Yes, but I get to reroll my wounds. So fire four effect. Buckle up. Here we go. Well, another good vehicle, since we're talking vehicles, it's not artillery, but a great one for the guard. Yes. Now that I see Nate reaching for his Forge World book. <laughs> what is it? The Gorgon? Gorgon. Is that what you were... Uh... No, no, because I don't have the book for that just yet, because gotcha. Forge World was sold out of the Imperial Armor, the Asmoterum Index, mm-hmm. when I went to do my order and haven't gone around to do another order yet. Yeah. No, but that's the one that has, what, like a 50 Transport troop? capacity 50. Yeah. yeah. There, get get your conscripts across the field really fast. Yeah, and intact. And intact. Because I bet you that Gorgon is super hard to kill. Get your poxwalkers across the table. Yeah. Yep. That'll be tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> and thank you for letting me borrow your uh, Spartans, course. by the way. Because when the Gorgon first came out, it was pretty beefy. And they uh, came out with special guardsmen just for that, just so it would have be able to hold 50 guardsmen. Yes. Because they based its actual stats on how many could they actually fit in there without bases. Right. That's when they got the trench guards in for. Yep. Didn't wasn't that also when they released the? Yeah, the one trench line. No, not the one trench line. The death core all standing. Yep. yep. That's, why they, that's why they did it. Okay. So you could yep. actually put five of the because uh, it was ranks of five, I believe. You could put ten of those into the gorgon. Yep. Because they also did that with a trench board, yep. so you could actually have the guardsmen in there. Mm-hmm. If we're, as long as we're on the topic of like heavy artillery, though, yeah, this is getting into the, yeah, we're getting into the forge world territory now. Oh so. yeah, because hey, we said we we're gonna do it properly. We're doing it properly. Who doesn't love titans. Um, Me when I'm facing them. Yeah, true. So and I've got the warlord titan pulled up right now because it's our biggest. Why would we not go with the biggest and baddest? Besides, they have something called the quake cannon. Yeah. Which is 3d6 shots at strength 20. Whoa. AP minus 5 for 6 damage. Yeah. And also, you just hit with this weapon half their move characteristic and cannot advance the following saves. Because... <laughs> Want to slow down your opponent? Here you go. Yep. There's a good... Yeah, for... If for those of you who have, the, uh, who have the dosh to throw out, uh, throw at it. If you want to stop an assault-heavy army from getting to your line, at least for a turn, that's a good way to go. Well, 
my well, favorite it, my well, favorite you gotta, one you gotta think thematically that thing's gonna leave such giant shell hole like shell craters mm-hmm. wherever it fires of course any army's gonna have to slow down to either go around it yeah and even or run down in it and then scramble their way up yeah and the survivors should there be any will have kind of their equilibrium hella thrown off as well shock, as needing a shockwave of it, as of well it as needing a new pair of underwear and a new pair of pants because they've turned brown. Yep. Yes. Now, my favorite weapon on the Warlord they still haven't made yet for the model. Mm-hmm. The uh, Warlord Gatling Blaster. Oh yeah. It's got twelve shots, strength uh-huh. eight AP three for three damage. Okay. I guess infantry unit every hit counts as three. Ooh. Not every shot gets three three tries to hit. Every hit counts as three hits. Nice. So up to thirty six hits on it. And if you can cast, if you can uh, cast prescience or something else on it, hey, look, I'm hitting on twos. Yeah. Because um, fuck if, off. <laughs> presumably, if the, if uh, oh wait, sorry, it starts off hitting on twos. Oh. So. Until you get down to below sixty wounds, which it starts at seventy. <laughs> so if you can take away eleven wounds, it's hitting on threes. Good luck with that. Yeah. The only way to do that is with another warlord. And then you need something that allows it to roll once the hit. Or a titan killer. You know, like a chaos lord or a phrase yeah. captain. Yep. Standing right next to it, like, looking up, like, I will help you. Don't you blow up on me. Uh, if you don't hit them, I will come up there and stab you. Mm-hmm. No, no, I will scratch the paint on your precious titan. <laughs> and the uh, the uh, princeps of the titan will feel it. Uh-huh. He'll feel the just a, stop it. Or, I mean, if you're playing Slanash, maybe he's welcome to excitement. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Out of nowhere, you just start hearing... Where did that music come from? Just don't worry about it. What do you mean, don't worry about it? Music just started playing out of uh, thin air. Don't think about it. Slanash is, is blessing us. Just go with it. Yeah, just roll with it. <laughs> the, uh, the Saturnine Laz Cutter on it. Yeah. It's one shot. Sure. Strength 12, AP minus 4 for D, for 6 damage. Not bad. If you roll a success, successful hit, you roll for another hit against it. And then another? If the additional hit is successful, you'll be rolled to hit again and again until you either miss or have a total of 12 hits. Wow. How many damage? Six. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not the biggest titan for nothing. No, no. It's going to bring the guns that hurt the most. I'd be disappointed if it didn't, but let's talk about its close combat for a second, Nathan, because we were talking oh, about yes. this earlier this evening. So, it starts off at strength 16. Yes. Buck. Yeah. And you can give it the uh, wonderful Titan Power Claw, uh-huh. which doubles it to 32. Yep. I'm pretty sure the only time that's really relevant... Is if it's fighting itself. If it's fighting another warlord. Yeah. Strength 36. Two. Two. Jeez. At minus twelve eight at minus five AP for twelve damage. Woof. <laughs> that that is a beautiful chapter master you have there. Squish. That is gratuitous overkill. That not even like just overkill, but that's a gratuitous waste of resources. If you slay a vehicle or monster really? that, if you slay a vehicle monster that does not have the Titanic keyword, you pick an enemy within twelve inches on a four up, they take D six mortal wounds as you throw it at it. <laughs> Catch. Nicely with Russ. I'm going to throw it at your friend. Yeah. Or even better, just one character, say, like, Abaddon or Typhus, or just straight up nerf him right off the bat and be like, Abaddon, here! Catch. Here! Yeah. (laughs) Catch your warlord that I've just crushed into a bloody pulp. Yeah. I like that... In the current edition, everything is getting a bit more flavor to it than it perhaps once had. Sure, there's plenty of flavor to be had before, but the way the rules are written, the way the weapons function, the way units themselves function, there's a bit more flavor to things that kind of needed a bit more going on with them. Because, yes, the Bane Blades and all were very all nice, well, and good, but at the end of the day, it was just a variation of what kind of big cannon you wanted. Yeah. But now... They each have something that makes them special and unique. Now, now they can go to strength, you know, 30. Yeah. Like the Bellicosa Vakino Cannon is strength 30. Yeah. And that's on the... Warlord. The Warlord, okay. Yeah. Instead of being a, you know, a 10-inch blast version of the Shadow Sword Gun, it's just, mm-hmm. hey, instead of strength 16, strength 30. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, and that's something that I like. For straight up 12 damage. Straight up 12 damage. Wow. 
Although any rule of a, any wound rule of a six inflicts additional d6 mortal wounds. Yeah, but yeah. see what I what to to piggyback on what John was saying. Yeah, it now actually feels the rule or the the rules and the indexes actually feel like what it should be. Yes, you know, with listening to audio dramas, with reading books, you you get that movie marine in your head, or you get mm-hmm. that. A titan is on the battlefield to just destroy squadrons of tanks. Yes. A titan is is there, and it is a big game changer, rather than just a magnet for enemy fire. It has the staying power. Yes. Well, for Christ's sake, it's the size of the the Willis slash Sears Tower, depending on which one you want to say. Here of us in Chicago most say Sears still. They still pronounce Sears. Yep. Mm, To us, yes, but Mm -hmm. those outside of Illinois or the Chicagoland area, it's Willis. Um, but you know, you've got a, a super size sky, oh God, I can't talk, <laughs> skyscraper with weapons yeah. and just listening to audio dramas or the books when they're talking about, you know, you're looking out from the Titan and you just see squadrons of tanks that are just molten slag. Yep. When the Finally god machines just... go to war, other things cease to exist very quickly. Yes. When god machines fight each other, anything caught in the middle is completely irrelevant and soon to be out of existence just from the sheer force of Titans trading fire. Um, there's a story from the Horus Heresy when the Alpha Legion and some Loyalist Iron Warriors and their Mechanicum allies, the two Titan divisions on either side got into a, into a shooting contest, a shootout, and the ground between them was like just molten everything from the, from the forces being thrown back and forth. A couple of tanks kind of wandered astray in there and just were gone in <laughs> seconds. When Titans do get out with each other, you leave Everything them to it. Loses. You leave them to it. You get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Which it's great to hear, like that that cannon is strength thirty. Yep. And it does twelve wounds right off the bat. Mm-hmm. As long as it goes through, which it will. Yep. Unless you're going against a warlord, you're needing twos to wound. Yes. Exactly. But what? But what I'm Reaver's saying. The Reaver's only toughness ten, and I, aside from the warlord, I've not seen anything higher than toughness ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but from what I'm getting at is just saying you're using that against tanks. Yeah. That will nerf even Lehman Russes. One shot, dead Lehman Russ, and it's D6 shots. Uh-huh. Yeah. So even, and even the Bane Blade variant. They don't have spillover. Well, the uh, units nearby take the mortal wounds or whatever from the one cannon. No. Oh, uh, that's the, that, was the, 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 that was the death strike. Gotcha. If you hit a death strike, a war over the death strike, that's hitting a lot of units. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have the power fist on it, it has. The warlord's got greater titanic stride. The other ones have titanic stride. Mm-hmm. Titanic strides a strength is user, so ten. Yes. AP minus three for three damage. Mm-hmm. Roll, make three hit rolls for each attack put towards it. Uh. So at five attacks for a reaver, four for a warlord, mm-hmm. uh, four for four for a warlord, warhound. But then the warlord, it's. One more AP, so AP minus four, and make four rolls to hit. So it's five attacks become 20. <laughs> and a strength 16, you're wounding knights on twos. Yeah. And ignoring their armor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And again, with the no longer things, things aren't any longer capped at 10. Yeah. It's it so adds more fun. More, it, yeah, more fun and adds more flavor to it. And I feel like the guard kind of benefit a lot from that, perhaps more so than other armies, because of the way that specifically their tanks are, are talked up. Yes. Back in the old edition, yes, guard were fun, but they just kind of lacked a certain extra oomph that all the lore and background details on the tanks said that they had. And don't worry, your guardsmen still die in huge groups. Yes, as they're supposed to, because there's always more. Uh huh. Yeah, don't don't name models in your your guardsmen squads. It's not worth it unless you're sadistic. Yes, masochistic, because you're doing it to yourself. Yes, we're also doing it to your army. Yeah, yeah, both. So sadomasochistic? Yeah. yeah. To yourself? Sure. Masochistic. Uh, wanting to hurt yourself and enjoying both aspects of it, I guess. Uh-huh. Okay, anyways. But the point is, <laughs> Guard have a lot of flavor to them that they had the potential Lacked. for before. But it was... Yeah. But it just wasn't quite all the way there. No, I like Guard. I like my Renegade Guard more, though. Yes. Because, well, the two function... because you're a heretic. Yeah. Yes. It's stamped on my mic case. Yeah, it is. Actually, is I know it is. <laughs> um, 
Guard and Renegade Guard function similarly, but they have things that differentiate themselves from each other. Yes. Um, if you're Renegade, your gods are alive. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just a skeleton on a throne. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go uh-huh. Um. Hey, he has not gotten off his ass to help out the Imperium at all. Okay. He, he tried today. Oh, no, oh, sorry. Um, I thought you meant John has a guy to help out the Imperium for Corn Arc. No, I'm talking <laughs> that was, the I, wasn't even, I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. I just showed up to play a game. Uh, that's all, all games are right now. Okay. Like, every game counts towards the, the worldwide campaign. If you want campaign. to score points for the Imperium, start painting your armies. Uh, okay. Every unit painted is a point. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not every shrink wrap removed. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the Imperium, like, would... You would I would be unstoppable! <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the, the Imperium would be winning, like, even more so than they already are. Yeah. Because John would find a reason to get through that mountain of stuff. Yeah. At least take it out of the shrink wrap. Exactly. Yep. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as far as guard go, I mean, we covered a bit. Assault with the guard. Yeah, so that's kind of what... Uh, Hitting on fours with squads of ten. Yeah, definitely don't sniff at the possibility of just fixing bayonets and charging into that breach. Unless you're going against a lot of flamers, in which case, stand back. Yeah, stand back and use your range to your advantage. No, just hold your breath. Not how fire works, Brad. It does help, though. It does <laughs> help, but not much. No, just hold your breath. You might make it through the wall of flames. Well, then you're only burning on the outside, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, I mean, if you're going to die, you might as well have some sort of choice in the matter. Yes, either the bolt pistol of your of your commissar or the wall of flame. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, you look like you're scheming. I noticed something I have to check out. Interesting. Titan related? Yes. Oh boy. Now I, the warlord's been highly anticipated for quite some time, but before it came out, and then when it finally did, I felt I feel like it did not fail to meet expectations both in terms of the model itself and what it could do. And has only continued to excel and grow from that point, especially in the new edition, with the more freedom and flexibility that the higher stat ranges provide. Um, I just wish, other than Adepticon, I could see it more on a table yeah. or in a hall. It's the size of a child, Brad, and it's not something that's going to just show up at a, at a hobby shop willy-nilly. Have you met any of us? Yeah. If we had working the on it. if yeah. we had the funds and get, the ability, working, working on getting the space for it first. Yes, and then the funds, uh, and then the time to build it all. I've got that right now. Yeah, yeah true. Anyway, but uh, I was looking because now they added a twin Titan Mega Bolter. That sounds like something I would enjoy. It's heavy forty, uh, strength six uh, minus three AP for two damage. Ooh, a piece. For hit, yeah. Not, uh, so cool. You want to get rid of that infantry squad? Here's forty shots mm. at seventy-two inch range. Mm, that tickles me where my bathing suit goes. <laughs> that sounds like something I need in my life. Is that on, is that on the warlord? It is on the warlord. Fuck. There's also the Titan Mega Bolter, which is a longer range and uh, more AP than the standard Vulcan Mega Bolter. Nice. So the one on my Warhound is actually better than the one on the Shadows on uh, the Stormlord. Yeah. I mean... By double range. That makes sense to an extent. It's higher up there. Yep. <laughs> and better AP. Yep. And let's... and the Inferno gun is fun too now. Yeah. It's 46 shots oh. that hit automatically. Oh. Overwatch. Yeah. And they can Overwatch. Yep. 46 hits. Strength 7 AP minus 3 for 4 damage. Ow. I'm going to set your tank on fire. Yeah. Not set it on fire. Melt the damn hull. Yeah. yeah. Just, hey, nice tank you got there. Not slag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, flamers are definitely a guardsman's... Fun. Yeah, fun and also a guard army's best friend now more so than they were before. As we said before with the way templates work. But I feel like it can't be said enough. Well, especially because if you're, if you're doing gun line, giving up your special weapons to have flamers there just to repel the advance. Yep. Cool, they're charge me. Burn. Yeah, because as Brad and I said in the last one, 
guard gun line, if you're going up against an assault heavy army, the assault heavy army, if it's being done even moderately properly, is going to make contact. Yes. Yes, that's a lot of last guns in Overwatch, but it would help to have something a bit more... Your frontline units, in my opinion, should, for every 10-man squad, have a flamer and a heavy bolter. Yep. The squads behind them, kill them the last cannons or auto cannons, your choice. Last cannons are so good now, why not take them? Yeah. Or even better, missile launchers. Yeah. Missile um, launchers. The frag missile being D6 shots. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. I felt the brunt of some frag missiles today. Yeah. Battery have, of only four. Havoc squad of four missile launchers. Yep. Hitting your wolf fort 17 times. Yeah. And Guard can bring a lot more missile launchers to the field than the Space Marines could ever hope to. They still have the heavy weapon squads. Yep. Here's three missile launchers. Yep, for a fraction of the cost of what Space Marines need to pay for that many missile launchers. Let's find out exact. Yeah, let's find out exact. As long as we have the knowledge at our disposal. Yeah. The missile launchers were good because they were flexible and versatile with the frag oh, yeah. or crack options. So a heavy weapon squad is three points <laughs> for three heavy weapon teams. Yeah. And? Any, any, anything to add to that? Because it looked like you were about to see. It's like, well, you can't go wrong with that. It's no, one power really level per base. Yep. Yeah. And if you want to go really fun, you just have a heavy... A, you take a special weapon squad, which is literally six guardsmen, three which with special weapons. Mm. Cool. Here's three flamers in front of three missile launchers. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Yep. <laughs> There's also three lasguns in there, but we just we don't really talk about that Be at chilled. all. They're just the ones who die first. Three yep. flashlights. Yep. Better wear sunglasses. Yeah. Sunglasses, if you're charging that many flamers, welding mask. That's an SPF 3000. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like now we've done a bit more adequate job of fleshing out guard tactics. She's a bit more of a boring a podcast, though. Not so much, because... <laughs> I mean, to extent, yes, but we talked a bit more on the uh, rules aspect of rather than raw theory. Yes. And for oh. those of you people who are tuning in for actual tactical advice first of all why are you here have you are you familiar with our work sometimes some of our tactics make sense to other people and then there's the rest of it yes the other 80% is mostly a joke to us yes I feel like we've kind of touched on it before we haven't really spelled it out the way we play is we make a list and we throw it at a wall to see what sticks not a whole lot of rhyme or reason to it generally speaking there are some notable exceptions Brad Scions Nathan's Demonkin before the current edition. Yeah, I mean, the gar the cultists aren't bad. I just haven't really gone over the fact that I get, like, half my attacks now. Yeah, they did get a little... Thank little... the <laughs> Emperor! And that's coming from a heretic. Because, yeah, that was... A cultist squad that can do 100 and what? 175, you said? 176, actually. 176. 176 yeah. attacks on the charge. Yeah. That's great. Just don't even roll them. I'm just going to remove my models. I'm yeah. going to remove my Peasley-ass 10-man assault squad. Yeah. Mortar teams might have to be a thing now. Yeah. Do tell. Mortars are just D6 shots. Ooh. Strength 4 AP1 with it, 48-inch range. Doesn't have to be able to see anything. Not bad at all. So just keep those in your back lines. are cool. You know, here's 3d6 shots per squad. Mm -hmm. Chip away at the enemy as they cross that field. Yeah. I still think we need to do a game over multiple tables in the shop. We do. And just have someone sitting on there as the artillery battery. Someone has a fire base that... Well, then let's... Whether you ha if you have flyers, you can fly off one table onto another uh -huh. to keep the ruckus going. Mm -hmm. Then let's set it up. Yeah. Okay. It's like an, uh, like an archipelago, or however you pronounce that. Archipelago. archipelago. Yeah, that thing. Archipelago is all singing in harmony. Yeah. Each table being its own little island. Yep. Could do that. Flyers yeah. or amphibious vehicles can cross between the two. Chimeras. Sure. Yeah. And precisely nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Levi uh, the Leviathan, if you can make one. Yeah. True. So you can transfer your leave Russes across the water. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe have it like take a couple turns for them to get there. Yeah. Sure. One full turn before they yeah, leave. Yeah, you, you leave one turn, and then the next turn you show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your next turn. They show and you roll a d6 on a one, you had misfunction and stuck in the water forever. Sunk. Davy Jones has claimed you. Yes. D-Day Shermans. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised we haven't seen that from Ford World. Like a rendition of Lehman Russ with something like along those lines. Because we've seen trench Lehman Russes. Yeah. But no amphibious. But I guess amphibious landings don't really happen in 40k all that much. Well, amphibious Not when you drop do. from the damn sky. Yeah. They do, just not aquatic landings, which is 
air to ground landings. Yes. And I remember reading in the Gaunt's Ghost Book them doing that once, and it was a complete mess. Oh, yes. Like, more so than just a orbit to ground. So, essentially, like, the Dieppe raid. Yeah. The precursor to Normandy that yeah. the British tried to do well, an amphibious British landing. One got a wild hair because I was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah, and they, they landed at Dieppe and just got wrecked. Ruffle stomped. Yeah. Yeah. But... I think we've done a more proper job on the guard tactics this time around. I think we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel's one who requested it, right? Yeah. I hope you liked it. Yeah, as much as the last one. Yeah. Hopefully you're actually get able to get something helpful out of this one. Or, you know, if you had feedback, let us know. What yeah. do you think? What do you think of your guard so far? Yeah. Um, They're squishy. They are squishy. My tune is like eating them. Yeah. My death guard like killing them. Assimilating them more like. Not eh, true. One of us. One, one of, of us. us. One of us. Um, so I part guess of the ship, part of the crew. Part of the ship, part, part of, of the crew. crew. Yeah, so I guess that'll do it for this episode of uh, Loose Brews. Um, thank you all very much for listening. And if you guys have any requests for topics, let us know, and we'll make sure to do them when Nathan is around. Make sure. Yeah, then we'll do it twice. Yeah, we'll do it twice. Why not? One more series I, I, than the I other. I have a topic. Yes. Why hasn't Sly Marvel come into the new edition yet? Because mm. it have a model. Yeah. Wait, doesn't he though? No, yeah. not current. Not in the current range. Sucks. He did for a little bit in the Last Chance. Yep. He did. Yeah. That'd be my guess is because they don't have a current model for him. Yeah. Hopefully because they're working on a new one. Yeah. That but said, they also demonstrated how you can make one out of the Catachin kits. Yes. So that sounds like a cop out. It's better than the metal one was. True. True. I had um, to paint metal again recently. I hate it. Yeah. But anyway. Pain in the butt. Anyway. You guys got topic requests, suggestions. You are holding that model in the wrong place to paint then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Topics, requests, suggestions, whatever. Or just random ass questions to ask us, because why not? We'll answer random ass 40K questions, even if it's just one off, rather than doing a whole episode about it. Or don't limit to 40K. We'll we'll answer other game questions. Yeah, why not? Write us in on our Facebook, uh, ShieldWallProductions at Facebook.com. And if you'd like to do some show and tell of your own, show us your cool minis. We love seeing it, um, both on our Instagram and on our Facebook. And wherever you're listening to us, be it uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast, wherever, don't forget to subscribe so you get all this lunacy as soon as it goes live. Um, And as always, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye.